Welcome back to the Core Life Podcast. My name is Oscar McGuire. This is ep- season four, episode six. Uh, this league featuring NBA. Uh, with me is one of my oldest friends from high school. I haven't seen him in, since high school. <laughs> yeah. But so this is actually the first time we actually see Southern in, in person. We're always um, in contact through social media. But uh, this man, uh, through thick and thin, has been a Lakers fan. Uh, I don't think he's ever jumped any other team ever. <laughs> Uh, but my boy Mitch is in in here in the Core Life Studios. <laughs> yeah, what's uh, going on? How are you? What's up? I'm all right. Try to get close to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, this episode is all about the NBA and basketball, and just uh, like I was mentioning to Mitch right before the we started, was uh, the most universal uh, sport outside of soccer that I can think of. Yeah, definitely. Uh, because this sport has is reaching, um, and I had a discussion with my friends is that like. I think basketball is going to surpass uh, soccer as the number one sport. I don't think in our lifetime, but in our kids' lifetime. Yeah. Do you, what, what do you think about that? I can agree. I can agree with that. I can definitely see how you know. Well, that's the NBA is the, what the fastest growing sport in America, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Passing the NFL. So, I mean, here I think it's already it's probably already the biggest sports in America, but worldwide. It's probably not there yet because of soccer, but it's definitely getting there close, you know, with the, I think you just look at the Olympics, you know, the rise of competition mm-hmm. and between other countries, you can definitely tell that the, uh, the influence is growing, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I, the way I look at it is like the first market outside of the U.S. was China. Yeah. And it's just, it's going to grow that way, China, you know. Yeah. So, like, I mean, they're, like, a billion people alone. So, it's just easily um, a great marketing scheme to do it. But um, before we get jump on that, let me just do my due diligence. Uh, thank you again for listening. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't post an episode last week. Um, as many of you know, I recently got engaged. And that... Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, but that took a lot of time. And by the time I realized that, you know, I need to do an episode... It was kind of too late, so I was just like, let's take a break. And I didn't even know I was going to record next week. So um, this week was perfect uh, because it, it, it is NBA All-Star Weekend um, in Chicago. So it hasn't been here in, I think it's the 90s. I don't know. Like 88 or something. Something like that. Glad dunk contest that Jordan was a part of. I was in Chicago? Yeah. Yeah, so it's been a while. And um, I know uh, the city of Chicago is preparing for that. And I think we maybe have like two more games before the break. Oh, by the time this this drops, it, it should be, I mean, it drops on Wednesday. So by then, most of the NBA games should be done. But, um, but yeah, we're going to be talking about the most, you know, what's going on around the league. Certain, uh, so the Chicago All Star Game. We're probably going to talk about this league and just you know, stupid drama that's going on. Uh, we're definitely going to be talking about the Lakers, the goat discussion between LeBron, uh, Kobe, and, and and MJ, and then we're going to end it off by Kobe's legacy. I didn't want to make an episode right away about uh, Kobe just right. because I felt like every other, you know, TV, radio, like at work, like everyone was talking about Kobe. So I wanted to take a break. Um, and then I, I wanted to talk about it just because it, it kind of did affect me. Um, but, you know, let's start off by uh, the NBA All-Star. So we got LeBron and Giannis. What What do you think about those two captains? I like it. You know, they're the, obviously the two best players in the league. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's LeBron 
in my opinion, the top three players in the league are Giannis, KD, and LeBron. But, you know, Kevin Durant's hurt because of the last, the last finals he tore his Achilles. But uh, I'm cool with that. Giannis and LeBron's the captains, you know. Mm-hmm. I think they did a pretty good job of picking their teams. Do you – I mean, you obviously don't really – I mean, you. I don't know why I want to hear your view, but how do you feel about there's no – you know, there's no Chicago All-Star in anywhere in the All-Star events, nor is there a D-Rose. Yeah, that's – I don't like that. I mean, personally, D-Rose should have been in the All-Star game because, you know, it's, he's, what, in the last 10 years, he's probably the biggest player, a basketball player to come from the city, you know. And yeah. So you would – I just think it would be good to do the – uh, the due diligence to put him in the All Star game. Is he? Is he though? I mean, Anthony Davis is from Chicago. He is, but you know, you know, we were in high school when D Rose. You know, he first came he did, to the yeah. league, and you know, I think it was LeBron was on the Heat at that time. Mm-hmm. So you know, the real big rivalry between the Miami and Chicago, and it was a real big thing, you know, in the city. You know, D Rose doing his thing and just the youngest MVP man, you know. And then now, like his his whole career flipped over because he went from the the Knicks. He was a bust. Um, he had personal reasons there, and then he moved to uh, the Timberwolves, where he basically started reviving his career a little bit. And now yeah. he's with the Pistons, where he's just balling out crazy. Um, I, I mean, are you gonna be in the city this weekend for for the NBA All Star game? Like I heard, he's gonna, like there's some crazy stuff going on. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be out there. I probably won't go to the game, but you know, it's all it's the week, the whole weekend, Friday yeah. night through Sunday. So it's gonna be thousands of things to do. So I'm gonna be somewhere out there. I know. I mean, I, I know me and my girl uh, were looking at a couple things, and, and it's like almost like two grand for like a package, yeah. and just like for like nosebleed seats in United Center, it's like it's insane. It's like almost like five hundred, six hundred dollars for like just one seat. It's ridiculous, man. It's, it's ridiculous. like. I get it. I mean, all the all the all stars are there, and and it's huge. And I mean, it's just basically a. I mean, and so and also they changed like the the format. I don't personally get it, but do you know how it goes? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's you know four quarters. So after each quarter, you know the score starts over for each quarter, and then mm-hmm. for the fourth quarter, they're gonna take the total score of the team who's leading, mm-hmm. and they're gonna add twenty four points. So and then that's gonna be the target score. Okay. So then the first team to hit that target score, which is the winning team's score plus the 24 points, whoever yeah. hits that target score, that's the winner. And then the winner, you know, they're going to go to that charity, all the money. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. I forgot. I, I don't really uh, know the whole money side of the quarter, but I think if you win a quarter, then the the opposing side to win a quarter, they get to choose a charity. For I, thought, I thought I was going to go to the Kobe foundation i think so i think that is the yeah. charity the kobe foundation and the foundation for the other victims mm-hmm. who were affected for the helicopter crash you know it's a good gesture it makes sense but it is kind of confusing you know it's just i mean before that like it was just like a slaughterhouse of you know you played four quarters and and nobody plays defense so it's like right the, it was like always like a 150 to like 135 like blowout like it's always like and that's i mean i like seeing it just because it's like you never see um, I mean, my my favorite All Star games were when D Wade, Chris Boss, uh, LeBron. You had Carmelo Anthony on the on the East, and you, you basically just had Kobe on the on the on the West. Yeah. Um, but those were always my favorite, just because like it took all of them just to take Kobe down, kind of. Right. Um, and they still fail sometimes. For real. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I mean the NBA All Star Game. I think I mean there's the Pro Bowl for the NFL that nobody ever pays attention to. Right. Um, and then there's the I mean the the MLB All Star Game is. I do. I, I mean, I love baseball, so I pay attention to that. I mean, they they have the home run derby, they have um, the skills test, and then the All Star Game does still get an effect because that determines who gets home court advantage in the World Series. Right. Um, does that? I know that. Does the NBA still do that? Whoever wins the All Star Game get home court advantage no no the home court for the playoffs in the NBA is just always going to be the higher seed yeah yeah well how do you how do you feel that they're trying they're thinking about rebrand they're rechanging the way the schedule goes the schedule so they're trying to make it so there's no like western eastern conference oh yeah this yeah i love it it's just like there's like 16 seeds like just Mm -hmm. flat um and then there's gonna be a, a mid season tournament for a lottery pick or for I don't I don't know how it goes. Yeah, kind of like, like I think if it wasn't the lottery, probably like the last seeding in the for the playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Personally, I like it. You you know you take the best sixteen teams in the league, you know, and you just have them go at it in the playoff format. I think that makes the most sense because you know with the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference how they're set up now, you can have a team that you know. They can finish second or third in their division, and they obviously have a winning record to make the playoffs. Yeah. But for the simple fact that they're in a harder division, they wouldn't make the playoffs. And a team who has a way worse record, they would get the AC seven seed and make the playoffs over mm-hmm. that team with a way better record. Okay. So I think that's kind of messed up. You know, just take the best sixteen teams. Uh, far from the playing tournament, eh, it's I don't know. Personally, I think we're just gonna have to see. See it to you know truly find well, out. I but. think I think um, a lot of a lot of people. Um, sometimes I, I listen to like morning like sports talk, and a lot of people were scared that they weren't going to take it seriously. Um, actually, now I think about it, one of the incentives is that you get a million dollars. Yeah, like a million dollars flat for like, like I don't know if it's each player or just in the individual team. So like, it gives an incentive for like the teams to play hard. Because that was one of the things. Like, why would you? And especially now with the load management, like I'll, I'll say era where like these all stars are trying to take breaks and you know obviously looking out for themselves, but mm-hmm. it doesn't it affects viewership because you know I, I see it in the consumer's eyes where like I, if I'm gonna go buy you know two hundred dollar tickets to be front row, I want to see my favorite player play. Right. I don't want to see him right next. I mean it'll be cool to see, be you know <laughs> next to Kawhi and stuff like that. <laughs> um. But, you know, it, it was suck to, you know, the Clippers be on the, in the tournament and Kawhi's not playing at all. Right. So, like, in, the incentive for that money um, makes a lot of total sense. And I'm pretty sure there's, like, obviously the Clippers are in a position where they're fighting for a spot. They're, I think they're second yeah. or third. No, they're third because the Nuggets are on top of them. Okay. I think. Um, it's always switching every day in the Western Conference. Except for the Lakers because they're just <laughs> fucking killing everyone. Go I think Toronto still in their four as of now they're still in their fourteenth game, game gaming streak and I think um, the Timberwolves just broke their their losing streak they're yeah, so fucking seven, ass seven seventeen games losing streak I think they haven't won since like November or something I think yeah I think it was like Cat's first win in like before that because he was injured yeah so it was like the dude has I mean first win in twenty twenty 
They're so fucking ass. <laughs> oh my god. You know who's really ass? Golden State. Yeah, man. It's crazy how you know the, the tide just turned overnight. You know. I mean, it it makes sense. Obviously, like with KD leaving and and you have um, the breakup of the super the, the breakup of the super team, and now you have uh, more of a dynamic duo era. I mean, you have. LeBron and AD, you have uh, Harden and Russ, you have uh, now you have D'Lo and Cat, you have Jimmy Butler by himself, you have uh, Ben Simmons and Embiid, um, who f- fucking are trash. I fucking hate this. <laughs> I mean, I, you, dude, I had so much faith in the 76ers, um, just because I felt like I, growing up, I was a, an Allen Iverson fan. Yeah. Um, and just, they're so, they play so soft. Yeah, man, it's well, you know, Jimmy Butler wasn't on that team last year, so he brought that attitude, and, you know, it's just they're missing that. And they also have no shooting. Just no shooting. I'm no fucking shooting. Ben Simmons shot his first career three this year. I personally don't like the coach either. I think yeah, he needs to go. Job. He needs to, I mean, he needs to go. Like, throwing t- I mean, even I think the Bulls are fighting for the eighth seed, and that whole entire front office should go. Oh, the Bulls front office, oh, they should have been. I've been talking about the Bulls front office at least forever. And, you know, I know it's weird because, you know, I, growing up in the Chicagoland area, mm-hmm. you know, being a Laker fan, diehard Lakers fan, the Bulls are actually, you know, my second favorite team just, you know, for being a home team and everything. Yeah. And it's just, Paxson's just terrible. What made you um, choose to be a Lakers fan? And, so, like, I mean, like, here, when you're when you grow up a Bears fan, you also have the alternative to be a, a Packers fan because right. you know Green Bay is like to one, maybe two hours away from here. Mm-hmm. Um, here, I mean, you, you have the option of being, you can be a, a Minnesota fan, you can be a a Bucks fan, right? You can even be a, a Pistons fan if you wanted to, but I mean, Lakers, the Lakers are all the way in California. What what made you choose that? Yeah, I'm a. I'm a fan of excellence, and I'm a fan of winning, you know? Okay. You know, growing up, the first player I actually saw play, maybe not live, but on TV, was Kobe, mm-hmm. you know? And i just been hooked ever since, the way how he dedicated his his ability. He dedicated himself to his, his uh, ability, his craft, and just to be better than everybody else. i never seen anything like that in my life, so... I always tried to, growing up, take that attitude and just try to, you know, equate it to everything I do. You know, the Mamba mentality. You just, you know, just to be great at everything you do and just to go 100% at it, you know? Mm-hmm. I think, um, that obviously, everyone has spoke about this, but the Mamba, like, mentality is the one thing that, that's his legacy. That's, like, the the mental strength, the, the form to push forward and... and and always be successful, or always chase for success. Yeah. Um, that's the one thing that I kept going, and and you know you don't have to directly put it in your lifestyle, but every single one of us, whether you you know you choose to go through the music route, mm-hmm. me is the podcast and, and my career and, and selling cars, and or if you're a teacher, you know whatsoever, you always want to move forward and be successful. You always want to be like you never want to settle for second place unless you want i mean if you do that's 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 what you want to do but um you always want to achieve greatness right and i i I see where i see i see where kobe was a big influence in you you know definitely you know 
that's just what everything I always try to do in my life. You know, I like LeBron too. He's cool, and I it actually I I was so happy when he you know decided to join the Lakers. Were you ever a Lake uh, LeBron hater? I can't say I was a LeBron hater, but when he I would be lying if I said if he didn't go to Miami, it didn't bother me a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a a reason why a lot of people specifically in the Chicago area hate LeBron is because you know he was a free agent that year and D-Wade is his best friend D-Wade from Chicago and they were I think Bulls fans really believed that they were going to get D-Wade and LeBron I think so I think I thought they were going to come in I think there was talks about you know D-Wade D-Rose and LeBron I don't think Chris Bosh was in, in the talks well no no because you know they I think they signed Boozer, Carlos Boozer. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he was here, you know, hey, he was was a free agent, paid him max money, but D. Rose was also here. You know, I think they were just banking on the potential of LeBron, D. Wade, and D. Rose being here. Mm -hmm. I can't lie, that would have been a good team, you know, to go against the Lakers in that championship, Mm -hmm. maybe the Spurs that year, but, you know, go back to management. I think that's the reason why they didn't come, because management's just so terrible. Mm -hmm. You know, I think... I think at that time, analysts tried to say D. Rose should have did a better job than, you know, pitching to, like, LeBron and them. Like, that's not that's not his job. Yeah. You, you want the dude to go out there and play basketball. It's not his job to, you know, recruit all these people here and everything. I remember one of my one of the funniest stories um, I, I heard uh, during, like, free agency was when uh, DeAndre Jordan was trying to leave uh, the Clippers. Yeah. And... Um, Coach Rivers, I think, um, CP3, and what's his face? Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin all, like, kind of, like, kidnapped him and, and, like, put him in, like, just kept him inside of his mansion to, like, post-trade deadline <laughs> so he can't leave. And then the first person to leave was uh, CP3, and then Blake Griffin got traded to the Pistons, and then he's like, what the fuck? Like, every, you guys want me to stay, and then you guys all left. And eventually he got traded, but I think that was one of the famous years that like that they kept him in his in his mansion so no one else can negotiate with him or, or him because I think he was set to go to the Mavericks. Yeah, definitely. and eventually I think he eventually did go to the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna wow, let me go." Like, <laughs> well, he's from Dallas, so I can I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to go home. And I think you know what's funny. Everyone talks about um, KD and and Kyrie and and Brooklyn. But DeAndre Jordan is also there. Yeah. And no one gives a fuck. He left the Knicks to go to Brooklyn. In the, right? He he left the Knicks to go to Brooklyn. That's crazy, right? I think I think he, they offered him Was it they offered him like 20 million? Yeah. And the Brooklyn like offered him way less. <laughs> and they're like <laughs> They offered him way less, but he, you know, he probably, you know, they player, they probably had inside information KD and Kyrie were coming, so he's mm-hmm. like, "All right, cool. I'll take a little less to go play with guys I know." Which is cool. I mean, but KD's injured, and then next year he will probably be back like midseason, but he won't be full KD. Right. So it won't, it won't be until like the third year that you will we'll see a, a a crazy KD, Kyrie, and I get DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. So like, that team is still like a to be determined type oh, I, of. Uh, I agree. What do you think about the Trailblazers? Portland, man, it's crazy. Dame Lillard for MVP or what? You know, if they make the playoffs, not even if they make the playoffs, they can't just make the playoffs. They got to make the playoffs and be like a six, six, five, six seed. 
I think they're in ninth right now. They're ninth. They're fighting to make the playoffs. You know, I only say five, six seed because you know last year they made they went to the Western Conference Finals, and mm. before then they're they've always been a mid tier playoff team. Mm. And now this year, you know, they're barely fighting to make the playoffs. I think they're a competition. They're fighting with the Pelicans. Yeah. Them, Memphis. Uh, I think Memphis currently is eighth. Yeah, Memphis is eighth. Yeah, how good is them? They're not losing out. It's hard for me to say Memphis is gonna lose that eight seed. Dude, John Morant's a fucking and that that is rookie of the year right there. Yeah. The dude balls. The dude's break taking ankles. You know, he post posterizing and. I think everyone wanted Zion to be like that, mm-hmm. but Zion obviously he just started, and then he played for like eight games and got injured. Yeah, he got injured again with an ankle injury. Cause he's too big. He's too big. He's, it's not that he's too big. He's trying. He's big, but he's trying to move like a guard in a way. He he's like a he's literally a mini version of Shaq to me. Yeah. You know, cause Shaq was just so dominant and just strong, and that's literally Zion, two eighty five, all muscle, but you're six six, six seven. You know, he's too short, too for, short for his weight. It's kind of funny because I'm five seven, and I was like, <laughs> the dude's probably still towers over me. But um, the other rookie I I really like is Tyler Hero. Tyler, yeah. Tyler Hero from uh, Miami. He he, I mean he he. he Jimmy Butler is obviously taking over that took over that fucking team and, and never looked back. But Ty, they, Tyler Hero, um, pay attention to that dude. Like my manager uh, at the dealership, who's a huge NBA fan, uh, told me like that's the that's the guy to pay attention. Obviously, John Morant was like the he John Morant, who's the guy who went to the Knicks. R.J. Barrett. That dude's so fucking ass. It's not. It's it's the or is it the Knicks? It's they're the, ass. It's the Knicks. R.J. Barrett can ball. You know, he's still, he he really, I think people are saying he's not good because, you know, it's the Knicks, mm-hmm. he's in New York, they're trash. He, he's playing like a rookie, you know? All right, so hear me out. So in soccer, um, and my boy Juan has mentioned this, I don't think he has ever mentioned the podcast before, but uh, Manchester United, are you aware of them? Yeah. All right, so they're one of the biggest clubs in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, had history of being top winners in the world, like. You know, won everything. Had Wayne Rooney, had Ronaldo, had all the big names. Um, currently, they're like ninth in the league, um, and they have big names, but they just aren't playing to that level of, of greatness. Right. And the moment they leave the club, they become great. Oh wow! So Juan dubbed them the Death Club because that's where either you lose your career, and the moment you leave, you start uh, flourishing again. Um, but when like let's say you start being successful, and then they buy you, mm-hmm. you whole oh, you're fucking trash again. Um, do you think like that that that's what the Knicks are? Like the best franchise in the league? <laughs> or what what franchise do you think? It's like that like you ball out, they you start playing there, and you kind of just like sizzle out. Honestly, it's it's not the Knicks. I mean, the Knicks are are one of them, but Phoenix man, the Phoenix Suns. Okay, why do you say that? You gotta look at their history. It just they're just not a good team, man. They never can get to about thirty wins, which is about average mid tier average in the NBA, okay. winning thirty games. Barely can get thirty games. Haven't been in the playoffs in about since Steve Nash was in his prime. And took the MVP from Kobe? Yeah. That <laughs> you never should have got. Last time they were in the playoffs, I think it was like two thousand nine, so about yeah. ten years. And it's like 
dude, you got one of the best young players in the league right now in Devin Booker, and you're just completely wasting his, you know, his years. They also have this, uh, was it Aiden? Oh, yeah, DeAndre Aiden. Who, like, got caught using steroids. I don't know what that was. PED, some type of performance yeah. enhancers. I mean, he. I mean, he's still playing, so I'm, I'm assuming he wasn't that serious. But that, I mean, Booker himself is just like he. I'm pretty sure he's trying to leave. Yeah. Like now with D'Lo and and Cat and Minnesota, I'm pretty sure that's gonna be his, his destination to go to Minnesota. But um, I think the Knicks itself are just like. I mean, if we're talking about Chicago having one of the worst managements, we're talking about the Knicks having the worst like owner. Yeah. Like ever. Like the entire, like there was a there was a game where you can hear <laughs> the chanting of the fans saying "sell the team." So like, <laughs> this is current, current like. So, um, I follow one of the podcasts called um, uh, "My Take," which is a, a barstool sports, and one of the things was that like the Knicks previous owner who was the the, the dad of this owner, mm-hmm. um, that's when you know the the '90s Knicks were like. The shit like yeah. they never did anything but there was a shit mm-hmm. um you had you um i don't even know I, i'm not patrick ewing uh starks all those guys so you yeah you had a, a a star caliber team who i mean obviously you had utah jazz you had you know the bulls you had the lakers you had so the 90s were, were packed so obviously the knicks never made anything but you had a great organization, and that's where people always said, like, you always want to play in Madison Square Garden. You want to be in the Knicks because they were the, I mean, during the time, they were the most valuable team in, in the NBA outside of the Lakers and, and the Bulls. But now they're fucking trash, and they're still worth a lot. Yeah, it's crazy. The perks of being in New York, right? And But even then, like, you have Brooklyn, and they're probably outselling them, like, tenfold, and they're still fucking ass. <laughs> Like, it just doesn't make sense to me that, like, I mean, Cleveland. Think about Cleveland. LeBron left. They were ass. Yeah. Kevin Love hates his life. <laughs> Kevin Love hates his life, like, 100%. But nobody said, like, oh, Cleveland's management and, and front office is the reason why they were successful. No, it's because LeBron was there. Right. Kyrie Irving was there. Kevin Love was there in and out because of injury. But, obviously, once your two big superstars leave, that the team's going to um, collapse, but no one was like, "Oh man, they're so great." No, the Knicks were great, and management change. They had Carmelo Anthony. They wasted Carmelo Anthony. Like, one of my one of the one of my favorite players of all time wasted his talents because he wanted to make money. That's his his fault too. It is. You can't blame him for that though. You know, it's a in a league in like basketball. Well. Any league. If you if you're in Carmelo Anthony's shoes, you just became a free agent, you know, from your original team. Would you rather go chase rings or the bag? Oh, if I'm Carmelo, I'm chasing the bag. And that's what he did. Yeah, you know, New York. Because at that moment, Melo was still like a top five player. He was still so great that it would have been an indictment against him to go chase to join someone to chase those rings because he was so great. You know. Mm-hmm. Like how like how LeBron got killed. Like people gotta understand, LeBron was really the first player in their prime to do that. So mm-hmm. he he had to be crucified. And then five years later, KD kind of did the same thing. That's why LeBron's so great in a way. But that's kind mm-hmm. of another different story. That's what personally. That's why I think Melo did it. 
it, it just would have been a diamond against his career and you know his pride and all that shit. Exactly, he couldn't have that. And now, now that Carmelo is in the and after his prime, I mean, he joined uh, OKC. That didn't really help, even though that was that team in paper was fucking stacked. You had Russ, you had PG thirteen, you and you had um, you know Carmelo. Mm-hmm. That didn't really work out. And then he goes to Rockets. He plays 13 games. They told him in the hotel room, we don't need you anymore. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's crazy. And then he didn't play for a year because nobody wanted it for some reason. So the media painted him as a diva that refused to adapt to today's standards of the NBA. Mm-hmm. And and nobody ever talked to him. Like, they just kind of painted the fact that, like, Carmelo Anthony is a fucking... He's a bust. Like, yeah. he's a bum. Yeah, that was the narrative. It's okay to say it. People were saying people were calling Melo a bum for at least three years because <laughs> he played for the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's probably what did it. The Knicks, but I mean, and then he's like, "Fuck it, I, I'll play anywhere." And then I, that, I'm assuming that's where the Trailblazers picked him up, and um, he's been balling ever since. Yeah, he's been he, solid. He's accepted his role like he might be a bench player, but. He he played to the point where like he's not a bench player anymore. He's starting for the Trailblazers, who were in the conf- the Western Conference Finals last year, mm-hmm. and to me they only really lost because you know CJ McCollum didn't show up. Right, like he kind of choked there uh, when, when they need him the most. Um, I I think Carmelo should have gone to the Lakers to me personally. Personally, yeah, it would have been nice to see him in that purple and gold competing for a championship. But, you know, I don't know. It, maybe Melo said he didn't want to go play with LeBron. Personally, I don't know all the details. It would have been great to see him there. But, you know, as long as Carmelo's back in the league, happy. That's all, I guess that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. I'm just happy to see Carmelo getting buckets in the league still. He's just fucking torturing. Yeah. Torturing everyone. Melo's still, he's still good for a bucket. <laughs> I think he, I think, I mean, he's probably averaging like 20 points. Which, I mean, if you're a role player... That's what you'd be doing, but um, let's move forward. Did you see the game where um, the cold, the goaltending issue with uh, Dame Lillard and, and yeah, Utah Jazz? Yeah. What's your opinion on like missing those crucial fouls? Like, is that like can you just write it off and that's like you know write it to the league? Like that's Kind of like that's how it goes, or like they should be on it type of shit. Personally, for that call, they should have they they obviously missed the call. That yep. was goaltending. So I don't I still don't get the rules on the challenges that they're trying to implement this year. Because you know you like, can challenge a play, right? You're supposed to be able to challenge a play, mm-hmm. but with that particular play, they said that the only way they could have been challenged is the goaltending had to be called, and so the only way they could like, win or lose the challenges. The goaltender had to be called, but it had to be, like, reverse or something. I don't know. Was... So there has to be a foul to be called. Like, there was, n- there was no nothing called, yeah. so a challenge couldn't be used. Exactly. Mm. Which it kind of, it makes sense, but what happens if the referee misses a call that was supposed to be made? Then mm-hmm. Can you challenge that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't like how they also, at the end of the game, they try to implement a, oh, we missed the call, and try to do a whole report on it. Like, yeah, no shit, you missed the call. You know, don't try to, I don't need a whole report saying that you missed the call. You mm-hmm. know, it's on video. 
you know you missed the call. We saw it live. Right. You know. <laughs> I just poor but like, game, man. In in general, like the refs obviously has been I mean, in professional basketball, you're always gonna have refs that I mean, even in other sports, I remember when the NFL's referees were on strike and they brought in college refs and they missed they missed one of a huge it was like I believe it was Packers versus the 49ers yeah I remember that game and they ruled it a non-catch was they ruled it an interception but like no 49er had the ball and like the guy in the the Packers receiver like obviously grabbed the ball and then they ruled it a, a a non-catch it was fucking crazy and that was the moment like alright we'll pay you anything you want like come back please like these refs are horrible um but here in the NBA, like, I haven't, I mean, in my lifetime, I haven't seen, like, any changes in the rule setting in the NBA. What, what do you think? For the refs? Refs, rules, the challenges. Yeah. Personally, I just think they, you know, they just got to do a better job at hiring refs that actually, you know, play the game. Mm-hmm. Same, can, I guess, can go for coaching, too. Just get actual basketball people in there who mm-hmm. actually played the game, know the game. Mm-hmm can actually relate to some of what the players are going through. That just my that's my opinion on how to fix it. Mm-hmm. Um let's move forward. You're a Lakers. Lake yes, huge Laker fan. Um you obviously have the Kuzma Kuzmania um <laughs> jersey. Do you think Kuzma's like like you know, Brandon Ingram's got traded, you know, Josh Hart got traded, fucking you know the oldest ball, I forgot his name. Lonzo. Lonzo yeah. got traded, but Kuzma didn't. Why? You know, he... They should have kept Brandon Ingram, in my opinion. But... Everyone always tells me this, being a Lakers fan. Brandon Ingram couldn't stay with the Lakers because he would never be able to blossom into the... He was never going to reach his full potential playing with LeBron in this Lakers team. Mm-hmm. It's just It just wasn't going to happen. He needs the ball. That wasn't going to happen. You're not going to tell LeBron, hey, we need to... You need to give the young guy the ball. Screw you. Like, no, you got LeBron. We trying to win those championship. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know, Lonzo, I personally love Lonzo Ball, but it's just he was just too inconsistent for us. I, I wanted Lonzo for the Bulls, but my fiance here refused because he's, he's injured prone. But he's still balling out. No, I kept trying to tell, like, Bulls fans, uh, Lonzo will probably be one of the best things what had that happened to him because you can't just look at his box score, you know. You yeah. gotta look at what he had. You actually have to watch the game and mm-hmm. see how he performs. He's arguably one of the best defenders on his team. Hundred percent, the best passer on his team. Yes, he probably can't shoot, but he can. You know, he's he's reteaching himself to how to shoot. Yeah, he reteaching himself how to shoot, and he can. He knows how to make the right pass to where you can get the bucket. You know, he's mm-hmm. just a good basketball player. And I just think he, you know, he would be good for the Bulls personally. Mm-hmm. But you know, he's in New Orleans balling out with the the other young guys, and it's a good thing to see. I just think Josh Hart is funny. <laughs> like the, the dude, the dude's comical. Um, but why keep Kuzma then? Kuzma, he was a probably he was probably a better shooter than Lando and Ingram at the time. Okay. Uh, potentially, he's a better he's not potentially he's a better scorer than all of them. I think okay, just in terms of you know, getting his shot off. Mm-hmm. Kuzma knows how to get his shot off. He knows exactly where to go. He knows himself. 
he's still young. I think it's his third year in the his league. Third year. So they're asking a lot from him, but I think we kept the right young guy just because he can. He's kind of like a J.R. Smith in a way. You know, he, once he gets hot, he's rolling. Mm-hmm. A little inconsistent. He can shoot himself out the game, but I think he had more good games than bad games this mm-hmm. year. And I just, I think we made the right decision to keep him. Um, the goat discussion. You know, changing it up a little bit. I mean, not talking about the old folks like you know. Uh, Bill Bill Russell or you know the the great Lakers, um, just talking about MJ, Kobe, and LeBron. Where do you stand on the number one overall player in history? Kobe Bryant. Come on, man. <laughs> why do you think Kobe Bryant? I why? I mean, what what is there to say? I mean, he did everything that you need him to do in like a player. He's if you. To me, if you tried to create the perfect basketball player, it'd be Kobe Bryant, in my opinion. But a lot of people can say Kobe Bryant, only reason why he was like that was because he mirrored MJ. Yeah. So, like, you know, why would you say Kobe if MJ did everything first? You can say that. It's like, the only, the only, The only thing I give Kobe over MJ... Was Kobe won two rings mm-hmm. with a less team than MJ ever did? Definitely. And I'm talking about post Shaq. Oh yeah, when he won, the, he lost the the one he lost against the Celtics, which the Celtics had a super team, super team to yep. beat him. Then he beat Orlando with Dwight Howard, which I don't want to. I want to say that was a that was probably one of Kobe's like most underrated rings because Dwight Howard what the best. Defensive player in the league that year. The, one of the best players. The best player. Yeah. Dwight Howard was arguably a top five player that year. Mm-hmm. Led his Orlando Magic team to the finals. I don't care. And Kobe just demolished them in five games. Oh. Dwight Howard knocked out LeBron. A LeBron. He locked out LeBron. At this, and they're both the same age. Well, and Kobe destroyed him in the finals. <laughs> destroyed them. <laughs> then the very next year, they went against that Celtics team again. And... It, mm-hmm. Even though it went to Game 7, you know, Kobe did it. Mm-hmm. As the best player on the team, going up against a team that was a super team, essentially. Yep. You know, you can say Mike never had a super team. You know, he did. I mean, he did. I mean, you, you had you had, you had Scotty and you had, um, oh, man, it's topping my tongue. You had Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. You had uh, Steve Kerr, uh, Paxson, and this, uh, hit those shots. Armstrong. You got all of them. I mean, you... That's why I say like he had a he had a more stacked team. Like, he had the he had what Kobe had. Even then, Kobe just had Shaq. Yeah, he, for I mean, three rings, Mike had a stacked team for six. You know, I think I think he only had Dennis Rodman for the last three. He had Scotty. He had Scotty. All of them. He had Steve Kerr for the last three. People don't want to probably don't want to hear this name, but Horace Grant. Horace Grant was a pretty good NBA player back then too. He was just short. He was short, right? No, Horace Grant was a Ford. No, there's a there's a guy that I was. I think he was a Magic's player. <laughs> he was fucking short. Like I think he was like possibly the same size as Isaiah Thomas. He was short. Oh man. Uh, there's literally a picture of him, and there's like three basketballs on stacked on top. Is it Spud Webb? Yes. 
spot was? Yeah. Yeah, he was he was on those Atlanta teams with Dominique Wilkins. I think I think the story goes that MJ bullied him so hard that he was just never the same. Um so you can you can do the argument, but when it comes to adding LeBron into the argument, how does that affect it? I mean, personally, right now, it doesn't for me. Okay. Because Kobe would still be my number one, mm-hmm. just because, you know, LeBron's still playing. To me, right now, LeBron is third. I don't like judging people until their careers are over with. I'm a, you know, LeBron's third right now. To me, Jordan would be second, and Kobe would be first. Okay. Uh... LeBron definitely has a chance to pass Jordan if he hasn't already. I mean, it's hard. People people always say MJ did it six and zero. I know, and that's and people always bring up the fact that LeBron has is a three and five uh, finals record, but the fact that LeBron went to eight straight NBA finals. Nine. No, I think he the the year the the year that he missed against uh, when the Magic played. I think that was the one year he missed. But the fact that he went to eight NBA Finals like yeah. proves the fact that he took scrubs and put him. I mean, except for the Heat, took scrubs in, in Cleveland um, twice. You know, when he was originally, and then when he came back, um, speak volumes. Definitely, Kobe also did the same thing. Like. I I mean he had a I think he had an average team with Marcus All he had um Bidem he had I don't know who else he, he still had. had Derek Fisher uh Trevor Ariza Metal World Peace Yep Metal World Peace <laughs> <laughs> But he he didn't have a stacked team either No it's and that's my that's my thing like Mike didn't really have to go through scrutiny like how Kobe did, Mm-mm. or LeBron to a certain extent. You know, mm-hmm. they LeBron would probably has the cleanest resume of any athlete in history. Like, never did anything wrong, never in the media for anything bad. Mm-mm. But when he decides to switch team, we kill him. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Paint him as a villain. Paint him as a villain. He was the worst player, not worst player, he was the worst person in the world. What for about two years? You can. I think after the the first year he went there to Miami, people hated him. That second year, I felt like it was starting to calm down a little bit. Yeah. But then that third year, where he won he, and then they left. He won. Then he well, left. I think people stopped hating him because they knew he was gonna leave. Yeah. And then he knew that people knew that if he were to leave the Heat, he wasn't gonna go anywhere but Cleveland because he had to win one. I think if he never won in Cleveland, he'll still be hated. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about Kobe now. Uh, obviously the passing happened. The legacy, um, the the Mamba mentality stayed. But outside the NBA, um, Kobe did a lot. Yeah, dude won an Oscar. <laughs> like, how many NBA players do you know that won the Oscar? None. None, because he was the None. first one. Like, um, I think, man, Kobe had a rap career. If you if you know that, like, dude spit. I mean, he was trash, but like, what, what what do you think as a Lakers fan? Obviously, you 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 felt some type of way compared to what I did. You know, what were you doing the day Kobe died? Personally, I was in my room. I was watching TV. No, I was playing Call of Duty. My friend texts me. 
Kobe died. What? <laughs> I just look at my phone. What? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, bro. It said Kobe died. His helicopter crashed. I'm like, wait, what do you, huh? And I just went to Twitter. And the first report I saw, probably like everybody else with the TMZ report, mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant dies in a helicopter crash. And I was just thinking, probably like everybody else, nah, this is TMZ trolling. This, t- mm-hmm. this is just some trying to get clicks or something. You know, an hour pass. I see like the LA Times on some. You know, they say I'm like, oh, okay, so this isn't this isn't no BS. Like mm-hmm. he really like crashed. Then I was thinking to myself, all right, helicopter crash. I was just holding out the slimmer, slimmest amount of hope. Maybe he <laughs> he probably hurt, but he's not dead. Dead. You're you're. I mean, obviously it's not it's not life and matter. But you were the guy who's like, Kobe can't die from a crash. Like you would, yeah, like helicopter crash. Nah, someone's just created this just to. Yeah. And yeah, anybody but Kobe. But then. More reports start coming. More reports yeah. start coming, and then the one that did it for me personally was the one that said his daughter was with them. Yeah, and other people on the team, and then they said where the helicopter was headed to. I'm like, oh okay, yeah, it's it's real. Yeah, and I, then after that, my soul just like my spirit just left my body. Yeah, and became numb the whole day. I, I made an episode a couple of episodes ago. How I I, I talked about how um. When Mac Miller died, I felt I felt numb. I, I was driving home, um, and I just felt something, something in me like died, and not to be dramatic, but um, the same feeling happened to me. I was I was in my couch. What the fuck was I doing? I was watching. I think I was watching a Call of Duty stream. Like I was just because I didn't want to play, so I was just watching it. And I'm always on my phone, and I'm always refreshing. Like you know. You ever you ever go like you go on Twitter, you go on Facebook, you go on Instagram, you go back to Twitter. Right. It's just the three like or Snapchat. You you had Snapchat in there. So I go back through my rounds, go go on Twitter. I always go to Discover because that's how I basically how I get my news now. Mm-hmm. The first thing happened was Kobe Bryant died in a car in a car accident, not car accident, in um in a helicopter crash. And I was like, what? And the first thing was well, obviously everyone saw the TMZ. I didn't think it was a troll. I legitly thought Kobe Bryant died immediately because the thing about TMZ, even though they're a huge gossip platform, with those things, they've never been wrong. Yeah. Like, name one time. I mean, you can probably name a couple, but they're like C, you know, D-list celebrities. Kobe Bryant is a, an A-list, you know, up there with the Jay Z's and Beyonce's in the world, he's an icon, like global icon. Like the obviously you can we see the effects now, um, but like TMZ doesn't lie about those things, especially with these kind of celebrities. So I was like, holy shit! The first thing I did was text my fiance, and she was like, what the fuck? Um, and then obviously the more reports happened, the false news reports happened where like there was like you know. Seven people died. All his family was in the helicopter. Uh, it was just him and the and the him and the pilot died. Like I know this isn't funny, but I'm not gonna lie. When they said Rick Fox died and that ended up being the, fake, that, that was crazy. What? Who? I I want to know who said Rick Fox. Like who was the first person that said Rick Fox was there too? Yeah, someone needs to find him and beat him up. That's because even Rick Fox was like, I, what? Like people were texting Rick Fox. And Rick Fox didn't know that Kobe died. That's how he found out. Exactly. About his faults. Like, and I think that's where people realize that like maybe this is also fake. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, 
Kobe was known to use helicopters to travel, and there's an interview reason why. But maybe he was like, oh, maybe, maybe Kobe wasn't in it, you know. No, but he was in it, and then turned. Then they went to like four people to, I think the ultimate number was nine, yep. which was him, his uh, daughter, and then seven or six, and then plus the the, the pilot. Um, they were all teammates, the coach, a couple parents, mm-hmm. going to a practice across the the hills. Um, it was just tragic, you know. Terrible. It was an, it was one of those things that like, and a lot a lot. Of, I mean, and I'm, I'm bringing from a lot of podcasts because I listen to a lot of podcasts. Kobe Bryant was that kind of person that was like, wherever you were at, you know, at, at work or at school or, you know chilling at home you're like at least i know kobe bryant's out there yeah at kobe bryant's doing something to make himself better or to make or at, at this stage in, in kobe's life he was either making the world better or focusing on his family and somewhere in the world kobe was doing something in those three and you kind of felt a little good about yourself and now we're just like kobe's not here Honestly, sometimes I I would just be at work and then it would just hit me like, man, Kobe's gone. It's like, and then I'll just feel like emptiness for like the next two minutes. And the and the crazy thing is, you're not the only person that does that, right? My manager, huge Kobe fan. Did I send you that picture? Mm-mm, I don't think you did. My manager used to hoop for um, Loyola back in the '90s. Oh wow! Um, but he also played Kobe. He played against Kobe in in AAU AAU basketball. Okay. So he knows Kobe personally. Like, grew up like he grew up. Um, I think he lived in, in Cali for a while and was like, um, he played like in his camps and like you know help run his camps. So, like, there's pic- I'll send I'll send you a picture tomorrow. There's a picture of him like guarding Kobe. Um, the dude's like maybe like six four or something six six five. Um, but he, Kobe died on his birthday. It was his birthday, and he's a huge like. Like my fiance can attest to this. He has a replica Lakers championship ring. Oh man. His cufflinks are like the way you are, but like, you know, Lakers cufflinks, like he has a signed Lakers ball, like from all like, you know, Kobe, Shaq, all of them. Like the dude Oh wow. Bled and Kobe died on his birthday. And he thought it was a troll, it was like, Oh, my friends are fucking with me and then he went on his phone like everyone else did and found out and he feels like that emptiness. And when he thinks about it, it's literally like you're you lost your favorite cousin that you spoke to every day, mm-hmm. even though you never met this man a day in your life. Ninety nine point nine percent of the entire world feels this and never met Kobe personally. And if we, if you can have that feeling on the world, that's how you know you're probably like you were doing something really good. Like people in the Philippines are, are like creating art on basketball courts in the name of Kobe. And it's just like. Damn. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. And, and I, I just want to brief, you know, get in this uh, conversation real quick just to obviously acknowledge it. But, like, obviously Kobe wasn't a perfect human and, and had his problems early on in his career. Right. But the fact that people are bringing it up now after his passing, to me, is just, you know. Yeah, that's not cool, bro. You don't get cool points for bringing up. You don't get cool points for bringing up the bad things that a person did in their life after their death, right after their death, especially when you had the opportunity 
to speak on it while they were here and alive, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Kobe died January 26th, I believe, 2020. Mm-hmm. He retired in 2016, I believe. Mm-hmm. You could have been talked about, you know, the rape, whole rape case. Mm-hmm. His last, hell, his last game a couple mm-hmm. days after that, but you chose to do it after his passing. passing, you know, right after. That's just, that's not, you don't get cool points from me. Mm-hmm. for doing that that's just tasteless mm-hmm. you know and i mean that's why i just i want to mention is just that like i think snoop dog uh <laughs> some, some somebody like mentioned it and snoop dog attacked her and then said free Co- uh bill cosby i'm like hold up i can't speak on bill's case nah but <laughs> hey if snoop said it then it must be good yeah you know snoop is Snoop is one of those people, and I well, I was talking to someone, and I, and I was like, it's gonna be different when like, you know, someone dies of age, because mm-hmm. at least they were able to live their life and and you know, died in natural causes. Kobe was just like forty, forty one, I think so. Like he was in, and he he was just like in his next chapter of his life, and and just kind of cut off like that. And I think it's a very tragic. I mean, it's kind of tragic way to end my podcast episode, but I this is how I wanted this is what I want to talk about this week. It was just like the whole league and and, and Kobe and and the mama mentality and and what do you recommend someone listening to this episode and be like, how would you con- insert the mama mentality? Like, what? How do you recommend them doing it? The mama mentality for me just wake up every day and just give your best effort to whatever it is that you want to be successful at mm-hmm. whether it be podcasting whether it be me with my music whether it be you know lebron james trying to win a championship for the lakers just you know wake up every day and if that's what you truly want to do just, just give it your 110 percent at it you know and just as long as you know you gave your all at it mm-hmm. you can't no one tell you anything mm-hmm. you know well spoken well, Mitch, this is the part of the episode where I give you the mic. You can plug anything you want. The mic's yours. Oh, man. Uh, thanks for having me be here, talk my talk my stuff about my Lakers, you know. Number one in the West, just, it's a Laker Nation 2020. Just, let's go get this championship. Where where can people find your music? Where's uh, your handles on Twitter and Instagram? Um, my Twitter is uh, at Mitch with the Mix. Okay. Snapchat is also uh, no, my Snapchat Arian underscore OG. Instagram Mitch with the Mix. Uh, right now I'm working with my boy Tony, uh, Swingler, Swing Daddy. We're working on a couple hits. Okay. Right now. Are you uh, on SoundCloud or something? I'm not on SoundCloud right now, but uh. We you can find his music at uh, on East End Radio on YouTube. Okay. So just make sure y'all like and subscribe. Go check us out. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, man, we just trying to do our thing every day. Wake up, support. That's what it's all about. <laughs> uh, well, obviously, if, if you listen to the entire episode, thank you again. Uh, again, I'm sorry for last week for not dropping an episode. I just got engaged and. You know, it's a great time for me. Uh, but go ahead and follow uh, the podcast at TQL Pod. That's TQL Pod uh, on Instagram, Twitter, 
uh, at Facebook if you're there. Uh, go listen to this wherever you listen to Spotify, Apple Music, Google. Uh, go rate us on, on Apple Apple Podcasts to give us five stars. Uh, make sure you give uh, share with all your friends, family, aunt, uncle, dog, cat. And then, yeah, next week, I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but there is going to be an episode. I promise you that. And, yeah, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>